The Great River Shakespeare Festival presents The Tragedy of Romeo and Juliet. Last time on Romeo and Juliet. What light through yonder window breaks? My bounty is as boundless as the sea, my love as deep. The more I give to thee, the more I have, for both are infinite. Blessed, blessed night. My only love sprung from my only hate. Act two, scene three. A few minutes later, sunrise on Monday morning in Friar Lawrence's garden. Enter Friar Lawrence, gathering herbs. The gray-eyed morn smiles on the frowning night, checkering the eastern clouds with streaks of light, and feckled darkness like a drunkard reels from fourth day's path and tightens fiery wheels. Now, ere the sun advance his burning eye, the day to cheer and night's dank dew to dry, I must upfill this osier cage of ours with baleful weeds and precious juiced flowers. Ha! Huh. Mickle is the powerful grace that lies in plants, herbs, stones, and their true qualities. For not so vile that on the earth doth live, but to the earth some special good doth give. Nor aught so good, but strained from that fair use, revolts from true birth, stumbling on abuse. Virtue itself turns vice being misapplied, and vice sometime by action dignified. Within the infant rind of this weak flower, poison hath residence and medicine power. For this being smelt, with that part cheers each part, being tasted, stays all senses with the heart. To such opposed kings encamp them still in man as well as herb, grace and rude will, and where the worser is predominant, full soon the cankered death eats up that plant. Enter Romeo. Good morrow, father! Benedicite! What early tongue so sweet saluteth me? Young son, it argues a distempered head so soon to bid good morrow to thy bed. Therefore, thy earliness doth me assure thou art uproused with some distemperature? Or if not so, then here I hit it right. Our Romeo hath not been in bed tonight. That last is true. The sweeter rest was mine. God pardon sin. Was thou with Rosaline? With Rosaline? My ghostly father, no. I have forgot that name, and that name's woe. That's my good son. But where hast thou been, then? I'll tell it thee ere thou ask it me again. I have been feasting with mine enemy, where on the sudden one hath wounded me that's by me wounded. Both are remedies within thy help and holy physic lies. I bear no hatred, blessed man, for lo, my intercession likewise steads my foe. Be plain, good son, and homely in thy drift. Riddling confession finds but riddling shrift. Then plainly know my heart's dear love is set on the fair daughter of rich Capulet. As mine on hers, so hers is set on mine, and all combined, save what thou must combine by holy marriage. 
When and where and how we met, we wooed and made exchange of vows. I'll tell thee as we pass, but this I pray, that thou consent to marry us today. Holy Saint Francis, what a change is here. Is Rosaline, that thou didst love so dear, so soon forsaken? Young men's love then lies not truly in their hearts, but in their eyes. Jesu Maria, what a deal of brine hath washed thy sallow cheeks for Rosaline. Lo, here upon thy cheek the stain doth sit of an old tear that is not washed off yet. If e'er thou wast thyself, and these woes thine, thou and these woes were all for Rosaline. And art thou changed? Pronounce this sentence, then. Women may fall when there's no strength in men. Thou chides me oft for loving Rosaline. For doting. Not for loving, pupil mine. And bats me bury love. Not in a grave to lay one in, another out to have. I pray thee, chide me not. Her I love now, doth grace for grace, and love for love allow. The other did not so. Oh, she knew well thy love did read by rote that could not spell. But... Come, young waverer, come, go with me. In one respect I'll thy assistant be, for this alliance may so happy prove to turn your household's rancor to pure love. (laughs) Let us hence! I stand on sudden haste! Wisely and slow, they stumble that run fast. Act Two, Scene Four, Later on Monday Morning, A Street in Verona. Enter Benvolio. And Mercutio. Where the devil should this Romeo be? Came he not home tonight? Not to his father's. I spoke with his man. Why, that same pale-hearted wench, that Rosaline, torments him so that he will sure run mad. Tybalt, the kinsman to old Capulet, has sent a letter to his father's house. A challenge on my life. Romeo will answer it. Oh, any man that can write may answer a letter. Nay, he will answer the letter's master how he dares being dared. Alas, poor Romeo, he is already dead. Stabbed with a white wench's black eye, run through the ear with a love song. The very pin of his heart cleft with the blind bow-boy's butt-shaft. And is he a man to encounter Tybalt? Why, what is Tybalt? More than Prince of Cats. Oh, he's the courageous captain of compliments. He fights as you sing prick songs, keeps time, distance, and proportion. He rests his minim rests, one, two, and the third in your bosom, a duelist, a duelist. Ah, the immortal Posado, the Punto Riverso, the hi The what? Ah, the pox of such antic, lisping, affecting phantasmies, these new tuners of accent. By Jesu, a very good blade. Oh, a very tall man, a, a very good whore. Enter Romeo. Here comes Romeo! Here comes Romeo! Out his row like a dried (laughs) herring. Oh, flesh, flesh. How art thou fishified? (laughs) Senor Romeo, bonjour. There's a French salutation to your French slop. Mm. You gave us the counterfeit fairly last night. Good morrow to you both. What counterfeit did I give you? The slip, sir, the slip. Can you not... Conceive. Pardon, good Mercutio, 
My business was great, and in such a case as mine, a man may strain courtesy. Oh, that's as much as to say such a case as yours constrains a man to bow in the hams. Meaning to curtsy. Oh, thou hast most kindly hit it. A most courteous exposition. Oh, nay, I am the very pink of courtesy. Pink for flower. Right. Why, then is my pump well flowered? <laughs> sure, wit. Follow me this just now, till thou hast worn out thy pump, that when the single sole of it is worn, the jest may remain after the wearing solely singular. Oh, <laughs> single sole jest, solely singular for the singleness. Come between us, Benvolio, my wits faint. <laughs> mm, switch and spurs, switch and spurs, or I'll cry a match. Why is not this better now than groaning for love? Now art thou sociable, now art thou Romeo. Now art thou what thou art, by art as well as by nature. For this driveling love is like a great natural that runs lolling up and down to hide his bobble in a hole. Stop there. Stop there. <laughs> Here's goodly gear. Enter nurse and her man, Peter. A sail. A sail. Two, two, a shirt and a smock. Peter, <laughs> anon. My fan, Peter. Oh, good Peter, to hide her face for her fans, the fair face. God ye good morrow, gentlemen. God ye good den, fair gentlewoman. Is it good den? Oh, tis no less. I tell ye, for the body hand of the dial is now upon the prick of noon. Out upon you! What a man are you! One gentlewoman that God hath made for himself tomorrow. By my troth, it is well said for himself tomorrow, <laughs> quotha. <laughs> um, gentlemen, can any of you tell me where I may find the young Romeo? I can tell you, but young Romeo will be older when you have found him than he was when you sought him. I am the youngest of that name for fault of a worse. If you be he, sir, I desire some confidence. Mm, she will indict him to some supper. Abad! 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 So What hast thou found? No hair, sir. Uh, Unless a hair, sir, in a Lenten buy. Still looking, still looking. There it is. Yep, yep, got it. No hair, sir, unless a hair, sir, in a Lenten pie that is something stale and whore ere it be spent. And an old hair whore and an old hair whore is a very good meat in Lent. But a hair that is whore is too much for a score when it whores ere it be spent. Romeo, we'll come to your father's. I will follow you. Farewell, ancient lady. Farewell. Lady, lady. Exit Mercutio. And Benvolio. I pray you, sir, what saucy merchant was this that was so full of his ropery? A gentleman, nurse, that loves to hear himself talk, and will speak more in a minute than he will stand to in a month. And speak anything against me, I'll take him down, and you were lustier than he is, and twenty such jacks. And if I cannot, I shall find those that shall. <laughs> Scurvy knave, I have none of his flirt gills. I have none of his games, mates. And thou must stand by to and suffer every knave to use me at his pleasure. I saw no man use you at his pleasure. If I had, my weapon should have quickly been out. I warrant you I dare draw as soon as another man. <laughs> if I see occasion in a good quarrel and the law on my side. Now, afore God, I am so vexed that every part about me quivers. Scurvy knave! Pray you, sir, a word. 
As I told you, my young lady bid me inquire you out. What mm. she bid me say, I will keep to myself. But first, let me tell you. If you should lead her into a fool's paradise, as they say, oh. it were a very gross kind of behavior, as they say, for the gentlewoman is young. <laughs> and therefore, if you should deal double with her, truly it were an ill thing to be offered to any gentlewoman and very weak dealing. Nurse, commend me to thy lady and mistress. I protest unto thee Good that I should... and if... Faith, I will tell her as much. Lord, Lord, she will be a joyful woman. What wilt thou tell her, nurse? Thou dost not mark me. I will tell her, sir, that you do protest, which, (laughs) as I take it, is a gentlemanlike offer. Bid her devise some means to come to shrift this afternoon, and there she shall at Friar Lawrence's cell be shrived and married. Here is for thy pains. Oh, no, truly, sir, not a penny. Oh, go to, I say you shall. This afternoon, sir? Well, she shall be there. Farewell. Commend me to thy mistress. I a thousand times. Exit Romeo. Peter, anon, before and apace. Act 2, Scene 5, noon on Monday at the Capulet House. Enter Juliet. The clock struck nine when I did send the nurse. In half an hour she promised to return. Perchance she cannot meet him. That's not so. She is lame. Love's heralds should be thoughts which ten times faster glides than the sun's beams. Now is the sun upon the highmost hill this day's journey. And from nine till twelve is three long hours, yet she has not come. Had she affections and warm youthful blood, she would be as swift in motion as a ball. My words would bandy her to my sweet love and his to me. But old folks, many fain as they were dead, unwieldy, slow, heavy, and pale as lead. Enter nurse. Oh, God, she comes. Oh, honey nurse, what news? Hast thou met with him? (sighs) Now, good sweet nurse. Oh, Lord, why looks thou sad? Though news be sad, yet tell them merrily. If good, thou shamest the music of sweet news by playing it to me with so sour a face. I am a-weary. Give me leave a while. Fie, how my bones ache. Oh, what a jaunts have I. I would thou hast my bones and I thy news. Nay, come, I pray thee speak. Good, good nurse, speak. Jesu, what haste. Can you not stay a while? Do you not see that I am out of breath? Art thou out of breath when thou hast breath to say to me that thou art out of breath? The excuse that thou dost make in this delay is longer than the tale thou dost excuse. Is thy news good or bad? Answer to that. Say either, and I'll stay the circumstance. Let me be satisfied. Is good or bad? Well, you have made a simple choice. You know not how to choose a man, Romeo? No, not he. Though his face be better than any man's, yet his leg excels all men's. And for a hand and a foot and a body, though they be not to be talked on, yet they are past compare. He's not the flower of courtesy, but I'll warrant him as gentle as a lamb. Go thy ways, wench, serve God. What, have you dined at home? No. 
No, but all this did I know before. What says he of our marriage? What of that? Lord, how my head aches. Oh, what a head have I. It beats as it would fall in twenty pieces. Oh, my back. Oh, at the other side. Oh, my back, my back. Beshrew your heart for setting me about to catch my death with jauncing up and down. It, faith, I am sorry that thou art not well. Sweet, sweet, sweet nurse, tell me what says my love. Your love says, like an honest gentleman, and a courteous, and a kind, and a handsome, and I warrant a virtuous. Where's your mother? Where is my mother? Why, she is within. Where should she be? How oddly thou repliest. Your love says, like an honest gentleman, where is your mother? God's lady, dear, are you so hot? Mary, come up, I trow. Is this the poultice for my aching bones? Henceforward, do your messages yourself. You're such a coil. Come, what says Romeo? You got leave to go to shrift today. I have. Hie you hence to Friar Lawrence's cell. There stays a husband to make you a wife. (laughs) (laughs) Now comes the wanton blood up in your cheeks. They'll be scarlet straight at any news. Hie you to church. I must another way to fetch a ladder by the which your love must climb a bird's nest soon when it is dark. I am the drudge and toil in your delight, but you shall bear the burden soon at night. Go, I'll to dinner. Hie you to the cell. Hie to high fortune. Honest nurse, farewell. Act Two, Scene Six. A few minutes later at Friar Lawrence's cell. Enter Friar Lawrence. And Romeo. So smile the heavens upon this holy act that after hours with sorrow chide us not. Amen. Amen. But come what sorrow can, it cannot countervail the exchange of joy that one short minute gives me in her sight. Do thou but close our hands with holy words. Then, love devouring death, do what he dare. It is enough. I may but call her mine. These violent delights have violent ends, and in their triumph die, like fire and powder, which as they kiss consume. Therefore, love moderately. Long love doth so. Too swift arrives as tardy as too slow. (laughs) Here comes the lady. Ah, so light a foot will ne'er wear out the everlasting flint. Good even to my ghostly confessor. Juliet kisses Romeo. (laughs) Romeo shall thank thee, daughter, for us both. As much to him, else is his thanks too much. Uh, Juliet, if the measure of thy joy be heaped like mine, and that thy skill be more to blazon it, then sweeten with thy breath this neighbor air, and let rich music's tongue unfold the imagined happiness that both receive in either by this dear encounter. Conceit, more rich in matter than in words, brags of his substance, not of ornament. They are but beggars that can count their worth, but my true love is grown to such excess, I cannot sum up some of half my wealth. Come. Come with me, and we will make short work, for by your leaves you shall not stay alone till Holy Church incorporate two in one. They go to the altar. And get married. Act 3, Scene 1. 
the same Monday afternoon out in the street. Enter Mercutio and Benvolio with other Montagues. I pray thee, good Mercutio, let's retire. The day is hot, the capitals are abroad, and if we meet, we shall not escape a brawl. For now, these hot days is the mad blood stirring. Thou art like one of these fellows that, when he enters the confines of a tavern, claps me his sword upon the table and says, God send me no need of thee, and by the operation of the second cup draws him on the drawer when indeed there is no need. Am I like such a fellow? Oh, come, come, thou art as hot a jack in thy mood as any in Italy, and as soon moved to be moody, and as soon moody to be moved. And what to? Nay, and there were two such, you should have none shortly, for the one would kill the other. Thou, why, why thou hast quarreled with a man for coughing in the street, because he hath wakened thy dog that hath lying asleep in the sun. And yet thou wilt tutor me from quarreling? Enter Tybalt with a few Capulets. By my head, here comes the Capulets. And by my heel, I care not. Follow me close, for I will speak to them. Gentlemen, good den, a word with one of you? And but one word with one of us? Well, couple it with something, make it a word and a blow. You shall find me apt enough to that, sir, and you will give me occasion. Could you not take some occasion without giving? Mercutio, thou consortest with Romeo? Consort? What? Dost thou make us minstrels? And now make minstrels of us look to hear nothing but discords. Here's my fiddlestick. Here's that shall make you dance, Zoon's consort. We talk here in the public haunt of men. Either withdraw unto some private place, or reason coldly of your grievances, or else depart. Here all eyes gaze on us. Men's eyes were made to look and let them gaze. I will not budge for no man's pleasure, I. Enter Romeo. Well, peace be with you, sir. Here comes my man. Mm, but I'll be hanged, sir, if he wear your livery. Romeo. The love I bear thee can afford no better term than this. Thou art a villain. Uh, Tybalt, the reason that I have to love thee doth much excuse the appertaining rage to such a greeting. Villain am I none, therefore farewell. I see thou knowest me not. Boy, this shall not excuse the injuries that thou hast done me. Therefore turn and draw. I do protest I never injured thee, but love thee better than... Thou canst devise till thou shalt know the reason of my love. And so, good Capulet, which name I tender as dearly as my own, be satisfied. Oh, calm, dishonorable, vile submission. Alistacotta carries it away. Tybalt, you rat catcher, will you walk? What wouldst thou have with me? Oh, good king of cats, nothing but one of your nine lives. Uh. That I mean to make bold withal. Will you pluck your sword out of his pilcher by the ears? Make haste, lest mine be about your ears ere it be out. I am for you. Uh, gentle Mercutio, put thy rapier up. Come, sir, you're a passado. Uh, uh, draw, Benvolio, beat down their weapons. Gentlemen, for shame, forbear this outrage. Tybalt, Mercutio, the prince expressly hath forbid this bandying in Verona streets. Hold it, Tybalt, good Mercutio. Trying to stop the fight, Romeo. And Benvolio. Do not see Tybalt stab Mercutio. Tybalt exits. Uh, I am hurt. A plague of both houses. I am sped. Is he gone and hath nothing? What? 
Art thou hurt? Aye, aye, a scratch, a scratch. Uh, Mary, tis enough. Courage, man, the hurt cannot be much. No, tis not so deep as a well, nor so wide as a church door, but tis enough, t'will serve. Ask for me tomorrow, and you shall find me a grave man. I am peppered, I warrant, for this world. A plague on both your houses. Soons, a dog, a rat, a mouse, a cat, to scratch a man to death, a braggart, a rogue, a villain that fights by the book of arithmetic. Why the devil came you between us? I was hurt under your arm. I thought all for the best. Help me into some husband, Volio, or I shall faint. A plague of both your houses. They have made worms meat of me. I have it, and soundly too. Your houses. Benvolio helps Mercutio off. This gentleman, the prince's near ally, my very friend, hath got his mortal hurt on my behalf. My reputation stained with Tybalt's slander. Tybalt, at an hour, hath been my cousin. Sweet Juliet, thy beauty hath made me effeminate, and in my temper softened valor steel. Enter Benvolio. Romeo, Romeo, brave Mercutio is dead. That gallant spirit hath aspired the clouds, which too untimely here doth scorn the earth. This day's black fate on more days doth depend. This but begins the woe, others must end. Enter Tybalt. Here comes the furious Tybalt back again. He gone in triumph and Mercutio slain. Away the heaven respective lenity, and fiery-eyed fury be my conduct now. Now, Tybalt, take the villain back again that late thou gavest me. For Mercutio's soul is but a little way above our head, staying for thine to keep him company. Either thou or I or both must go with him. Thou wretched boy that didst consort him here shall with him hence. This shall determine that. <laughs> Romeo and Tybalt fight. Romeo kills Tybalt. <laughs> Romeo, away. Be gone. The citizens are up and Tybalt slain. Stand not amazed, the prince will doom thee death if thou art taken. Uh, Hence be gone away. Uh, I am fortune's fool. Why does you stay? Next time on Romeo and Juliet. The blood is spilled, my dear kinsman. Come, knight. Come, Romeo. I must be gone and live, or stay and die. <laughs>